When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm like very sick, so Ashley might have to be, you might have to be the one talking majority in this podcast because I just sound so sick. I just feel like that's really annoying to listen to. So sorry in advance, everyone who is listening, but I just feel like I cannot catch a break lately. Like I was sick literally like not that long ago and now I'm like sick again and it's like really annoying because I just want to be it always happens when the seasons change but I do have to say your skin though is glowing okay I can just see it like shining through like what have you it done is, or what have you changed it because is shiny it's actually glowing right now and mine is not so I was struggling with my skin so much the past few months and especially like even like two weeks ago like I had the deepest most painful like blemishes around my like cheeks and chin I went and got a facial because I had not had a facial probably in like five months or four months and I was like desperate I was like I I need to just go get one I need to prioritize myself so I went and got one and the facial lady was actually really good like I I don't know like it was just a really good facial and I could like notice a difference straight away and she kind of gave me some like tips on my skincare as well and like swapped out some products and then like told me like products to use and stuff so she kind of helped in that sense and my skincare like regime at the moment is feeling really good and yeah my skin's just like feeling so nice and like healthy and I don't want to jinx it or anything but yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah and like even. Did she do any extractions? I always find no, she actually. I always find that so traumatizing. Yeah, no, she actually. In, fa- yeah. in facials when they extract. Yeah, well, I was scared of that because I always find like in the in the past I've had extractions and like l- they literally make my skin so red and like inflamed. But she actually didn't really do any. She did a couple, but like it didn't really leave a mark. Um, but like just from the facial alone and like changing up my skincare a little bit, like everything's kind of came to the surface itself and just like vanished I would say yeah Um, yeah well you'll have to give me a haul later yeah but also one of my best friends she works with like a naturopath on the Gold Coast actually 
and she's very well known on the Gold Coast, but she gave me some of these tablets that are called skin tablets and they're basically just like, honestly, if you look at the transformations, they are insane. Like she has helped people with like acne, psoriasis, like eczema and just like like so much. Anyway, so she gave me a bottle. Do you want to give her a shout out? I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her name. I think it's Tia Mia Tia Mears or something. You probably have heard of her. She's like very well known on the Gold Coast for like her naturopathy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so my best friend works for her and gave me this bottle of skin tablets. So I've been taking them every day, and I don't want to speak too soon, but I do think they have helped. And honestly, you should look at their transformations. They're actually insane. So, really? so yeah, wow. you should definitely look into that as well because yeah, the transformations are literally like crazy. And I always thought like tablets are a little bit of like a hit or miss, yeah. but placebo, yeah. yeah. No, I am, I am loving. It's my my skin is shining. So that's a that's a a win, I guess. Like mine has generally been pretty good like this year. Like I've had a couple breakouts here and there, but I also feel like that's kind of something I just am going to need to accept for a very long time. Like yeah. until I'm probably, you know, mature, my skin's matured. Yeah. Like I think throughout my entire 20s, I'm going to be dealing with like breakouts here and there. And I just have to accept that. But I also think that's um, just normal. overall like it's improved so much and it is genuinely pretty clear. Yeah. yeah. Like it is very normal. Um. But I think as well, there's a couple of things that have just like flared up this week. Like I haven't been eating too good at all lately, which is also fine because it's like holiday season, holiday yeah. period. So I'm just like allowing myself to do that and, you know, not let my skin ruin that for yeah. me. And also feel like just a lot of emotional stress recently as well. Like the past week or two yes. um, has definitely flared it up. I've been like sort of going into the new year I've kind of been like reconsidering where I want to locate myself potentially like moving back to Sydney has been like a thought on my mind and it's just been like lots of emotional stress around you know what I want where where I want to be what I'm supposed to be doing with myself yeah where I want to go like where I want to live like it's just like not easy decisions sometimes like to just pack up your things but like and then like trying to work out what's best for you or like what you want to do like you know it's just been a lot of emotional yeah I think stress which I feel like has also triggered my skin a lot yeah well I mean that's the first kind of insider goss the group chat have been exposed to I don't think you really mentioned that anywhere else that like you've been considering moving back to Sydney but that would it's very exciting if you do move back to Sydney because it means we'd be a lot closer together and like it'll make our work a lot easier and like just it'd be nice to be close together but yeah like navigating your 20s and like just I don't know it can be very stressful and emotional so I feel like you're definitely not alone in that sense but anyways I again do apologize for how sick I sound I hate just not feeling 100% like last night I genuinely had the worst sleep of my life and like just was getting so frustrated because of how like sick I am and I just feel like when you're sick you realize how much you take your healthy self for granted like just being able to go to the gym or just being able to wake up without a migraine (laughs) breathe through your nose properly yeah just be able to like yeah not having a sore throat not having a sore throat and like being able to like breathe and yeah you really do so I can't wait to just like I don't know I feel like I am on the mend a little bit but I just can't wait to like be back to my 100% self 
Should we get on to our TMI of the episode? Hey ladies, I have a super embarrassing TMI. Disclaimer, this happened quite a few years ago, but it still haunts me to this day. I was on a flight back from Italy to Sydney with my family and a bunch of school friends. I was on a school trip. That is so cool. Who goes to Italy on a that school is trip so cool. with their family as wait, well? Wait, wait, wait. Did she say back to Sydney? Yeah. yeah, from Italy to Sydney with her family and a bunch of school friends. Oh my God, that is so cool. I don't know. We what, didn't whatever get offered that. that. Is, I wish I was going there. <laughs> Um, I started to feel super sick in the tummy and next minute I was sitting in my seat and I literally shat in my pants on the plane. Mind you, we were landing so the toilets were closed and no one could get up so I had to sit in my chair with shit in my <gasps> pants. No. Oh my God. No. <sighs> I, you know how we would, we've spoken about this on, but like in the past and when you're on the plane, yeah. people, you know, sometimes just have to let it out because... They've got nowhere to go. You're all in like a confined space with a bunch of people. Like oh, I couldn't even imagine God. like a fart, let alone like actual someone's actual poo smell. But also like the planes. Circulating. Something about the planes just upset your stomach. Like the, the stomach pains and the gas oh, that yeah. you experience on yeah. planes. The plane food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my the God. The high air pressure. Just all of, Anyways, I'm not done. So let's keep reading. <laughs> The people behind said, ew, someone needs to change that baby's nappy, <laughs> thinking a baby had done a poo. I mean, that's kind of a great disguise, though. Uh, like, if there's a baby in the plane, you could just blame, blame that. But, like, blame it on not the if baby. the baby's on the other side of the air. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> not if the baby's on the other side of the plane, though. Couldn't. Anyways, I get up as the plane has landed and had to make my way to the toilet and more people were saying, does it smell like poo to you? Must be a nappy. I was mortified, to say the least. I made it to the toilet and had to strip into my shorts and chuck my undies in the bin and walk around with no undies on. I was so scared I was going to shit myself again. To make this even better, when we were waiting to pick up your suitcases, I felt sick again, but this time it came up, not down, and I vomited all over the floor and had to run to the bathroom. When I get back, I see someone had rolled their suitcase through my car <gasps> vomit again, oh. absolutely mortified. Let's just say the car ride home was horrible. Oh, oh my, god. my god, that is just so traumatizing. Like, yeah, there's no, like nothing worse with, like, than school friends around. Oh my god, yeah, and there's nothing like, worse. It's definitely than, gonna like, be the story back at school. Oh yeah, and there's nothing worse than like experiencing stomach pains or like I don't know food poisoning. Like no matter what it was, or like you know a stomach bug or something. Like not in the comfort of your own home is just like horrific and not having anywhere to go either yeah definitely must have been the hot topic at school the next week to imagine yeah <laughs> that would actually I would be scarred that's so funny all right let's get into our dilemma debate so on the topic of our new year's you know new year's entering in the new year we wanted to know your guys' New Year's resolutions and wanted to discuss this topic. I, I probably will make like a mood board or something at some point. Like I definitely, do, I do that every year, but I just don't really want to like set myself specific New Year's goals or like, I don't know, I don't want to like put too much pressure on myself to like achieve this or like do this because I just find like, 
obviously it's really nice to have goals to like look forward to and then at the end of the yeah, year you can yeah. see like what you achieved and like what came true because if I look at my mood board from like 2023 there was actually a lot on there that like came true or like I did I did achieve which is like amazing yeah. but yeah. I also find like I around the new year period can get very like easily overwhelmed at the thought of like I don't know like just being a new person or like yeah I feel like as well even though a year is like a good time span to set goals I also feel like at the same time so much within that you can change that's out of your control that can sort of like block I don't know kind of like not maybe just stop like some of those goals you set at the start of the year from happening um like like you were saying, mood boards that I've made in the past, I'll look back and there's a lot of the stuff on there that has happened, but then there's also a lot of stuff on there that hasn't just because like yeah, I thought that they were achievable or like something I wanted to work towards, but then throughout the year as things happened, they actually weren't anymore, which I think is kind of just fine, yeah. but it's also like allowing those things that are out of your control to kind of like, am I making any yeah. sense? And like sometimes... Yeah, you are. And I think sometimes like some of those things that don't actually end up happening, it's because they're on their own timeline. So like things that say, for example, things that didn't happen in 2022, they happened in 2023. So, or like things that didn't happen in 2023, maybe they'll have happen in next, not next year, the year after, you know what I mean? So like, yeah, I yeah. think like it's nice to have the goals there, but just like not too much pressure on like when and how they're going to happen. Deadline. But we did yeah. want to ask you guys what your little resolutions are that you're like wanting to just put a bit more effort into for the new year. Yeah. Ashley, do you have any? Because it's more just like habits as well, like little changing little habits that can like get yeah. you closer to goals. So yeah, I've kind of had mm-hmm. a little bit of a thought around some new year's resolutions or yeah, I don't want to put heaps of pressure on myself to like be this whole new person this year I think as well because I am so unsure about like some areas of my life not knowing where I'm gonna live or like where I'm gonna want to be or like what I want to be doing I feel like something that I want to do is to just be able to like I don't know surrender and like not feel so pressured to have everything figured out how I want it to kind of just like let things happen how they're meant to happen if that makes sense yes and that's a good one kind of trust having yeah trust kind of just having trust and so like in the unknown yeah and just like whatever is meant to happen will happen however it's meant to happen do you know what I mean like yes I don't <laughs> want to like force something if it's not meant to be and I think as yeah. well like you know being open and letting doors open new doors open or whether that's like opportunities or experiences or yeah you know allowing new doors to open and then any doors this is actually kind of from one of our best friends who has been constantly telling this to me and she's been sort of like living by this lately so I credit to her our friend Sarah but she's been saying this to me so much and so I'm going to try and go into the new year with this mentality but like you know any doors that want to open let them open and then any doors that want to close or need to be closed to let them close as well so it's kind of just like the whole you know whatever's meant to happen will happen yeah and just I feel like having trust in the unknown or what's meant to unfold will unfold and just like letting it happen yeah I think as well I I don't I'm not going to talk like specifics but I definitely think like 
Um, career-wise, there's a lot I want to sort of – like a lot of goals I kind of want to set in terms of like our brand or like work. I think like um, the last year I feel like we had a lot of hurdles in our work life, a lot of setbacks, a lot of lessons and some challenges – but there was also a lot of amazing things that happened last year, like, you know, being able to go to New York and just like amazing opportunities, which I'm like so grateful for, even like starting our podcast and stuff. So that was like, yeah. there was also a yeah. lot of wins, but our I do think- brand still launching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but I do think like this year, I think I want it to be, and it's going to be like a big year for MVP. Like I want that to be one of my main priorities and main focuses. And just like, I think- I don't know, like there's just so much to look forward to and I do think like towards the end of last year I was probably a little bit more quiet on socials than I would have liked to have been but it's just purely because like owning a brand and like stuff like that, doing that stuff behind the scenes takes a lot of just work and you just end up like just end up so busy and like I don't know, you just a lot of other things end up on the back burner when you're like trying to prioritize a you know owning a brand but I do think yeah MVP it's gonna be the year yeah. of MVP <laughs> let's manifest and that and I'm very excited because there's just so much to look forward to and I also to, think like yeah let's like I'm not trying that, to say yes. as well like our jobs are hard because like are you kidding me no oh my god yeah no. <laughs> hello like I'm so we, grateful. you know we have an amazing job but sometimes like trying to juggle a brand and doing social media and there's so many avenues to like sometimes it's so hard to like keep up with trying to manage everything at once when you have like a brand that you're running your own instagrams youtube tiktok then you've got snapchat (laughs) and then you've got uh podcasts podcast socials like so many things that you're trying to like look after and manage and it's like I've even tried to start spreading dabbling. myself so thin sometimes. I've even tried to start dabbling in with to the like LinkedIn and stuff like that. Like, cause I just, everyone talks to me about it and I'm like, I need to just like get onto it because it's really good for like the business, the business gurus. And so I've been trying to juggle that as well. And I'm like, Jesus And the Pinterest, Christ. can't forget the Pinterest. And the Pinterest, I can't keep up. There's just, <laughs> I cannot keep up, but. Yeah, anyways. And then there's a new app that's going to come out and I'm like, God, oh, Threads. Haven't even gotten oh, to that God, one yet. Oh, God, yeah, no. Threads, that's not even... <laughs> Still haven't started my Threads account. Yeah, I can't be bothered for Threads. But yeah, is there anything else you'd like to mention? Otherwise, we're going to start reading out our, our listeners. A couple other things. 2024 is going to be the year of my long natural nails. <laughs> I'm saying it now because I have mentioned it. But <laughs> I like, knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's always my New Year's resolutions and somehow I feel like it's that's just still not yet come to fruition. Like no, it has, literally, literally. Like, But, um, yeah, I'm going to just work on the built B-ab. Is it the B-ab? And... You know, bi-ab, yeah, stop, bi-ab. stop picking at your nails, Olivia. I can see you sitting there picking at them. Stop hey. touching them. Hey, I've accomplished my New Year's resolution this year. Thank you very much. And I have accomplished the healthy, long, natural nails. So don't you start <laughs> judging me. I'd like to go on a holiday next year that's not through work. And it's just like a holiday that I'm taking myself on. Uh, that's a place that I want to go. And it is just like, actually a holiday because I I haven't gone outside of Australia that was a hot that's been a holiday 
that wasn't for like work, you know? Yeah. So you can properly I'm, switch I, off. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm very fortunate to be able to travel to places for work and obviously yes. it still feels like a holiday <laughs> and it's like incredible. But yeah, I've been saying for the longest time, like I want to do a snow trip, for example. Um, maybe I'm going to try and manifest that, a snow trip for next year. Yeah, that would be so fun. I would love to do some Europe because every year I put that on my vision board and I still haven't done any Europe. Yeah. But again, that'll happen when the time's right and yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right, we're going to read through some of our listeners' New Year's resolutions. Someone said to take more photos. Sounds silly, but I have no photos from this year to look back on. I actually agree. Okay, not in the sense God. where obviously <laughs> you don't think you take enough I photos photograph already. Everything I know, I know, I know, but more in the sense of like candid and in the moment yeah. things that yeah, don't necessarily need you. to be posted on social media because. For example, I was trying to find like some cute photos of me and my boyfriend the other day and we do have a lot of photos, like don't get me wrong, but we also just, we also don't at the same time. Like, I don't know, like I I was like thinking to myself, we actually don't really have any like decent ones that aren't selfies or anything like, or just like videos of memories of things. So that's one thing I actually can agree on. I want to get a couple more of them. Uh, someone said, stop being a people pleaser and be authentic to myself. Yes. 2024, the year of no people pleasing. <laughs> Setting boundaries. Doing things for ourselves. Yes. That's a really good one. Someone said, oh, we have a, a man, we have a boy. My New Year's resolution is to meet my girlfriend and have my first ever New Year's kiss. <gasps> <laughs> oh, oh wow. Maybe there's a girl in the group chat that can, you know, we can do a little blind date and <laughs> set you up. Uh, someone said to not get so attached to someone you're not dating. That's uh, a good one. Oh, someone said to break up with my boyfriend. Oh, that's, that's quite a dark one. That's quite harsh, but like we also, we love but also. You. Knowing what yeah, you want. Slay. Like if that if that's not serving you anymore and you want to break up, then like do it. Go for it, girl. Someone said being kinder to myself and learning to let go of control. Yes. Saving money, becoming that bitch. Yes. <laughs> Little Woo! nails emoji. Someone said be more disciplined. Another person said to be more kind to myself. We can't be perfect and productive every single day. Love that. Yes, someone said to be more assertive and not be scared to say what I want or how I feel. I actually, you know, I've been a bit better with that. But over the years, one thing I have really struggled with is to voice what I want or voice when things I don't agree with things or just voice myself, like using my voice. And yeah. I am getting better at it and, yeah, it's something I, I am still working on but it has been something in the past that I did struggle with as well. So love that. Yeah. Um, someone said to pursue my new career and return to study. So excited. Love that. Ooh, like a new study course uh, or something? Whole new avenue? Yeah. Someone said, yeah, yeah, sounds like it. Someone said to be a better friend. We love that. Some like inner work. 
I would like to make new friends <laughs> and more friends. Yes. Like obviously I'm very quality That's over a good quantity. One, actually. Like I don't I don't mind like having not many friends, but I would just like a little bit more good quality friends. Like I don't really feel like I have yes. many friends at the end of the day that I'll just call and like tell everything to. Do you know what I mean? Like I think there's maybe only two so that I could you really need think to, of. And Olivia's one of them. Yeah, so maybe that that could be your New Year's resolution as well. So m- putting yourself out there and making more of an effort to yeah. make friends. Yeah. Which I feel like but I, I could am, probably do as well. Like I um, am like a very, you know, to myself sort of person where like I I don't like putting my time into like surface level friendships where like they're not someone that I could – you know, go to for absolutely anything and that, like, I can see being my – I always think of it like, can like, could I see this person as my bridesmaid at a wedding one day? If I can't, then they're, like, not a close best friend. They're, like, a surface-level friend. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And, like, at the moment I can't really think of any that I could see being my bridesmaids. <laughs> so, well, so I need, like, bridesmaids-worthy friends. Yes, you do. Thanks. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, I'm just uh, just affirming what you're saying. Someone said, be more grateful. Becoming good at budgeting and spending wisely without spending compulsively. To become a Pilates girly. Buy a house and hopefully save money. Ooh, Ooh big milestones. Yeah. And lastly, drink more water, be better with my money, learn to let go of things, keep my room tidy. That, why did that kind of rhyme? <laughs> Love that though. We love that. Yeah, some great ones in there. So if you didn't, ha- if you don't have any, maybe some of those could have inspired you. And for our second dilemma debate, this was following on from our previous episode last week, but we were chatting about fetishes. It's something we haven't really spoken about on the podcast. And one of our TMIs, a girl wrote in saying the guy had a foot fetish, and. We were like, you know what? We actually haven't really mentioned this at all. So, And I also feel like I, to be honest, I don't really know about many fetishes other than like the foot fetish. So like I'm kind of intrigued to hear yeah. like some people's actual experiences because I feel like I some- haven't had any experiences with like anyone that has a fetish that's like unusual, I guess. Or like, I mean, even if I did, I don't know if I'd want to like out it that much. But yeah, I don't think I have any that I could relate to. But we're going to read through some of your guys and see what you have had experience with. Someone goes, a boyfriend in high school really liked the idea of being peed on. I refused. <gasps> like, oh, that's like, like in bed. That's like, I assume so, in a sexual context. No, I I assume like when you're talking about a fetish, it's like in a sexual 
intimacy context, right? But like, yeah, I, I mean, that is a thing. It actually is a thing. But at the same time, like, I find that like so, I don't know, degrading or like gross. Like, I so don't who, know. the girl? Well, no, she's the one peeing on him. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> well, she he said like, she refused, so she didn't. But like, he. Yeah. Maybe he has like a. He was into a, it. A kink of like being the more submissive one. And like, the girl peeing on him is like <laughs> dominating to him. I don't know. Ooh. So someone said X liked me calling him daddy. We spoke about this oh. a few like weeks ago or months ago. I can't remember how long ago it was. I can't do it. I yeah, cannot. I can't do with the daddy. It's just like. I cannot. I struggle being vocal in the like, bedroom in general and let alone yeah. like daddy. It's just a no. Yeah. Like I think it's funny in a joking sense, but like when you're like actually intimate and being serious. And not like, I don't know, in bed, like it's just, I can't, I can't, I can't fathom, I can't see it. Someone said a nose fetish and the spitting in mouth stuff. He'd always kiss slash suck my nose. Hated both. <laughs> I've not heard of that one before. Ooh. Nose. How did you yeah, accidentally like suck know. a booger up or something? <laughs> oh, God. Some <laughs> people also like weird about ears. Really? Yeah, like some some are like, I don't know, either love or hate them. Someone said my boyfriend chews on his toenails, but I still love him. Oh, my God. I don't know if that's a uh-uh. fetish. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, no, that's just like. That's just weird. I think that's weird. Like just as bad as like picking your nose and eating it. Like. Chewing on your toenails. I can't even like imagine that. Like, how do you not just have some toenail clippers? I know, right? Like, how flexible is he? Yeah, (laughs) like, is he actually got his foot up to his mouth and like (laughs) nibbling at it? Like, I no, I don't know. I think like no matter how much I love you, that that's a no for me. Also, I just I I couldn't I couldn't even witness that the flexibility needed to do that. Like. Like just imagine like, walking I just in don't the get room it. Like, and he's, he's now like, clippers. he looks like a pretzel <laughs> trying to chew his toenails. Like just a, like <laughs> nibbling at his toes. <laughs> nah, I can't. That's not, that's not it for me. Okay. Some, oh, someone else said not me, but I have a friend that likes when guys pee in her mouth. We've got the other way around now. Um. Oh, my God, no. I actually don't even know if I can say this one. I don't know if I can say it. It makes me feel sick just, just thinking it. about it. <gasps> Is it to A do guy with asked poop? me to shit in his mouth can confirm uh, he's been blocked. No. Oh, What? That's actually... He's been blocked. Oh. Oh, someone said ear licking, licking belly button. One of my friends was hooking up with a guy who liked to lick armpits. A guy so wanted me strange. to in quotations, dominate him with my feet and call him a little ant while doing so. No, no. That cannot be little real. Ant. Surely. What? That's not even like little... that's not even sexy oh. at all. Like why little ant? That's not even sexy yeah. <laughs> Men who have a micro penis and their fetish is to be humiliated for it. <gasps> I don't know. If she's experienced that or she's just referring to something she's heard of before, but 
I don't know if this is considered weird, but men's hands when they are big, tanned and kind of veiny. Okay, I think that's a turn on, not a fetish. Fetish, yeah. (laughs) Which is like pretty normal. I think a lot of people are into that sort of stuff. So someone said feet sucking my toes in sex. This guy I used to talk to has a thing for legs in fishnet stockings. (laughs) (laughs) so random so weird I do think the common one is feet and toes which is very interesting but also very common it's just never talked about (laughs) yeah but then there's also some random ones in there that I've never heard of before all right let's move on to our advice hotline of the episode before we start giving advice please remember we're not qualified professionals so please take everything we say with a grain of salt These are lighthearted conversations where we offer our personal opinions. We are just here to have a bit of fun like you would in the group chat with your besties. If you are looking for a qualified opinion, please don't hesitate to reach out to a professional. And let's just get straight into it. Let's go. Wow. Okay. This is a really long one. So let's get started. Okay. She started with a nice little paragraph. It says, hi girls. Just wanted to say first that I love your podcast. Can't go on a walk without listening to one. I get weird looks because I get so invested and start laughing or start agreeing and debating out loud. That is so funny. You probably look like a crazy lady walking around and just talking to yourself. I always think that too sometimes when I'm like listening to a podcast and I'm like smiling and like laughing and then no one's with me and I'm just like walking past. Yeah. I have been with my boyfriend now for over seven years since we were 16 and we're now 23. Wow. That's amazing. Such a big time of your life where you've both grown. We are so happy and he really is the love of my life and I just know I want to spend the rest of my life with him. In the first two years, I'd say we had sex regularly, probably 90% of the times we saw each other. But once all of my friends started sleeping with people, he's the only boy I've been with. They described how amazing the sex was and how an orgasm felt. Don't get me wrong, I love the sex, but I don't think I've ever orgasmed during and I think I'd know if I had. I've tried everything. We've tried to spice things up in the bedroom with sex toys, etc. but I still don't think I have I've tried being alone and using a sex toy but nothing seems to work the attraction and love is definitely there but I just can't orgasm and I've gone over it so many times with my partner and he's so understanding about it and takes it as a challenge rather than an insult Mm, that's nice I feel like a broken record bringing it up all the time I also don't want him to feel insecure because it's definitely a me problem and not him because he's honestly the fittest boy I've ever seen and I'm just obsessed with him I don't know if it's because I'm on contraceptive as I changed from a pill to a patch a few years ago and my sex drive completely plummeted and coming off contraceptive isn't an option because I'm not ready for the settled down life yet. I just need some advice because I want not just me to enjoy myself but my partner to feel like I'm really enjoying it too. It just feels like I'm never going to orgasm and I've sort of given up and just accepted it which makes me sad. Thanks for helping me out. Love you girls. Love you too. Oh, that must be really quite disheartening. I have not actually heard anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, because like she said she's been with him for seven years and can't tell if she's like orgasmed. Also, when we started this podcast, I didn't really think we'd be be talking about like such, I guess, like, I don't know, TMI topics, but like I'm kind of here for it. And I do think like this particular topic is definitely more for a medical medical professional like I definitely would yeah, advise I was just say, like going and I seeing feel like 
Yeah, I feel like just listening to that, any kind of advice that I would give, it almost sounds like you've already tried it. So I feel like the next best thing would be to go and see someone, maybe even get like your hormone levels checked or consider changing contraceptives even. Maybe the one you're on doesn't work for you right now. Like you can always like change and try new ones. It definitely... Yeah. It's quite hard to do that though because yeah. you are kind of messing with like hormones and things like that. But um, yeah, I, like I know as well I've been on. And you did also say that. Yeah, like I've been on the pill in the past and I hated it. It just did not react with me well at all. Like, you know, everyone's different. Everyone's body's different. And yeah, I hated the pill. I have now I have like an IUD, which I think has been great like I haven't had any issues with it and yeah and it's also like meant to last like five years and it's probably a really one of the best contraceptives that I would always like sort of encourage recommend recommend yeah um so it could be yeah recommend it could be maybe a possibility to like look at different contraceptives yeah, I definitely think like, yeah, I, okay. So first of all, I definitely, definitely, definitely agree. Like go and talk to a doctor and even like, I honestly would recommend a sex therapist or something. They're not very common or talked about, but like in this such sort of situation, like I fully think they could be beneficial to you. Um, It's actually, I've always wanted to get like a sex therapist or like a sex professional on the podcast and like interview them. So if, if that's something people would be interested in, like we can definitely look into it. But yeah, like I would love to get like someone on the podcast to interview. Um, Cause I just, I'm so fascinated about that stuff. Like I think a lot of people would be fascinated about it too and they could answer some questions. But yeah, yeah I think sure. uh, definitely have a look into some sex therapists. They don't have to be in person. Like you can do online sessions. Um, and oft- most of the time, the ones I know of are girls. And they can just kind of help you like there's exercises or like I wouldn't say it's like therapy, but it's just like things to kind of, uh, I don't know, like things to kind of figure out why this is happening and what's happening. Um, and I do think your contraception could be a big factor as well. And you did say like when you change contraception, your sex drive plummeted, which is probably not helping either at all. This is a hard one. Like we're not medical professionals, yeah, so I can't. Because I, yeah, no, of course. Like I was going to, I was going to suggest when I was like just reading it, I was going to suggest one thing to try would be to just like try, you know, I don't, without sort of like just, you know, saying it super out there, but like would be to try just sort of pleasuring yourself and being in the red bedroom on your own and like masturbating because like it's a great way to like learn about yourself and your body and what you like and just really like being present within yourself and you know because you know like if you don't even know what works for you and you don't even know what you get off on or like what you like and what you don't like how is someone else going to know what you like and what you don't like so I was going to like you've you've even said that you've already tried yeah try doing it yourself with like a sex toy and even that hasn't worked so I really don't know at this point because I was going to suggest just trying 
that. I don't know if there's even like another kind of sex toy you could try. Yeah, I actually do agree with that. I think like figuring out what your body and what you like and like what what feels good and stuff is definitely like probably a step in the right direction. But I feel like you and your boyfriend probably have been doing this or been on this journey because seven years and like not knowing if you've like, I don't know, I guess orgasmed or like this a long time. Um, but I also do think like, yes, I 100% like think you're, you know exactly what you're talking about, but I also think it can, girls' orgasms can often be romanticized or I don't know, like in movies and things, like people make it out as if it's like this big like fireworks and magical like feeling and stuff and like don't get me wrong, like don't get me wrong, it is. But like at the same time maybe like there could always be a part of you that is like thinking it's more than what it is. Has higher expectations, yeah. Yeah. But again, I 100% stand by our first piece of advice which is definitely go speak to like a sex or intimacy therapist or professional because they're like so good at that sort of stuff and like 100% can like help you and also don't figuring this out because yeah and I also feel like you're probably not alone in this sense because it also is just a known thing that it is like a lot harder than girls we're not as easy and simple as guys when it comes to like in the bedroom so don't feel like you are weird or not normal if you feel like you've not experienced an orgasm because it is a lot harder and we do need a lot more work yeah 100 percent. and I think like guys are like 90 percent of the time so easily it's it's like a said thing I don't know I'm pretty sure it's a fact but guys are like a lot more like physical and like it's just like a lot easier for them to like get aroused for like girls it's like much more of like a warm up and like they need to be like relaxed and like in a full body like just full body immersed feeling in order to like fully relax and like feel pleasure so it's definitely yeah a lot harder for girls but yeah I think that's and also little fact I'm gonna do a little fact check because I know I've like read up on this before but it's also so hard for a girl to orgasm just through penetration alone so like we need a lot more stimulation and like a lot of other things as well so like oh yes it's it's even that as well like in movies and things like that like they make it look so easy like they just orgasm like don't get me wrong some people can def- like some girls 100% have been out would be able to orgasm just from penetration I don't but, like, think I ever have just so, through penetration yeah it is so so hard and the statistics are between 70% to 90% of women are unable to achieve orgasm with penetration alone which means like you know we do need like clit stimulation or even like yeah you know nipples or like even just like mentally and yeah everything all right this one's a long one but we're gonna quickly touch on it and make it as short as possible the title reads hate to say it but sticky foursome. Hey girls, you're honestly my fave source of entertainment. Anyways, I've been in a bit of a sticky situation for a couple of months where I thought it would eventually go away, but it has rather escalated. So please, can you help me? The two people I usually confide in are dramatically involved, bracket boyfriend of two years and best friend from birth, bracket she too has a boyfriend, but nearly one year, but of nearly one year. So I can't ask them what to do. 
A couple months back, I noticed my bestie and my boyfriend getting a little friendly with each other. I dismissed the fact, hoping it was just me being pedantic, but I ended up seeing a text from my bestie. The message read exactly, Oh, babe, I miss you too, with a little love heart emoji. Wait, a text on his phone from her. This was a text on his phone from the best friend? Yes, on her boyfriend's phone from the best friend. As far as I'm concerned, they have never spoken to each other like that. That sounds like it should be a text sent to you, not your boyfriend. Like, oh, babe, miss you, love heart. Like, that's something you should send to your best friend, not your best friend's boyfriend. Oh, yeah, but it also looks very flirty. Not something you would send to your best friend. As far as I'm concerned, they have never spoken to each other like that. Wait, the situation gets worse. Before the whole texting saga, about two weeks earlier, we went on a double date. Bracket, we always do double dates. My bad bad idea now I see. My boyfriend and bestie went up to the bar to order our table's food, leaving myself and my bestie's boyfriend alone at the table. Okay, so you're at the table with your bestie's boyfriend and your bestie and your boyfriend is up ordering food and drinks. We've always got on since they started dating. Anyways, my bestie's boyfriend starts talking to me and about how they look cute together at the bar bracket which confused me as I as it was his girlfriend with my boyfriend okay this is just getting so weird so strange but then he says he thinks we would look sexier together and then went to say I've low-key been crushing on you hard lately (laughs) this is the best his boyfriend saying this what in a sarcastic tone but he still kind of meant it kind of way I think he's a great guy, but I'm 100% not interested in him in that way. Plus, I'm so happy with my boyfriend, although I question if he feels the same way. Okay. Yeah, this is getting so awkward. I just laughed it off and told him to stop playing. Very awkward double date to sit through. I'm just feeling really guilty. I should have said something to my bestie straight after this happened with her boyfriend, but now I feel it's too late and it has bitten me in the ass. She's probably saying these things to her boyfriend as well. This is so. It's just like because it's like a weird unspoken. Yeah, weird unspoken like energy dynamic where I feel like. So she said. It kind of died down after I asked my boyfriend and bestie about the message exchange between the two of them. Oh, so she's brought it up and they assured me it was nothing and they only see each other as friends. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm. I would not be sending that to my... I don't know how I feel about that too. It's always always the ones that say they're just friends and then... Yeah, I wouldn't be sending things like that to like another guy, whether they were like... My boyfriend's friend or my friend, my bestie's boyfriend. I wouldn't be saying things like that to my, yeah, my best friend's boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, They only see each other as friends, but the last two weeks, my bestie's boyfriend has been sending me shirtless selfies of him at the beach or with drinks at restaurants saying you should meet me or this reminded me of you, (gasps) etc. Okay, this has gone too far. 
This is so weird. He's still dating my friend and I know my bestie will think I'm so righteous if I tell her. I'm so in love with my boyfriend and I can't bear the thought of losing him, but I don't believe he doesn't look at my bestie in that way. And I can't lose my bestie either. Okay. I feel like your bestie's not on your side, girl. So I think we need to accept potentially losing the bestie in this situation because something just doesn't seem right. Anyways, she goes, what should I do and where do I start? I feel like my world has just fallen apart. By the way, I'm so jolly obsessed with you girls and congratulations on your brand. Clothes are unbelievably unbelievable quality. I've worn them so much. Oh, my God. Thank, oh, you. thank you. It's so nice. A little listener and customer. Okay. I don't, um, this is just a really, really strange. I don't even know where to start. Dynamic and situation. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I also feel like, like I – I respect that your bestie and your boyfriend said that there's nothing going on there, but I also think, like, don't be Lulu. Like, if you see anything weird popping up, like messages or anything, or have the chance to, like, okay, I'm not, I'm not encouraging snooping, but, like, maybe just, like, suss that out a bit more because I think that message was, kind of, like, kind of strange. But also I feel like I haven't really heard the boyfriend's take on all of this like how's the boyfriend entertaining the best like the best friend's text messages and like what's he what's his conversation on his side of it look like because like yeah I don't know this bestie and her even her boyfriend kind of getting strange vibes there like why is he sending shirtless pictures to you um and why is she sending yeah I miss you text messages to your boyfriend so yeah and I do think I I definitely think okay get your boyfriend out of the picture. Your bestie's boyfriend is like acting so strange. So I definitely think it is your place to mention to your bestie how her boyfriend is acting and like how it's making you feel uncomfortable or you're not not okay with it. And I mean, hopefully she's like a good friend and like believes you and like is still on your side and you don't lose your friendship over that but I still think like it is 100% your place to mention that yeah and I also think I don't know like what their relationship is like because it kind of sounds like neither like neither of them are very I don't know it kind of sounds like they're both entertaining something else so I don't even know like how serious their relationship is but maybe I don't know she should kind of be aware how he's acting and yeah and I also think like if you're really that close with your bestie like you should feel comfortable like bringing anything up like if if you can't feel like you can voice something or like bring up the fact that you're uncomfortable with her Mm -hmm. boyfriend then like maybe that's not a good bestie or like maybe your friendship isn't that like secure than what you thought I don't know. And I also, yeah, I feel like we don't really have enough context on your boyfriend and what's going on there. <laughs> but this just sounds like a very, yeah. very messy what is situation. What place in all of this? I think, like, we don't really, yeah, we don't really have enough context on, like, your boyfriend and your bestie. But I, I think 100% if you want to and if it is making you uncomfortable, definitely bring something up with your bestie about her boyfriend and then maybe go from there and see what happens with that. Um, and, yeah, definitely be aware of, like, your boyfriend 
and how he's like acting towards your bestie and also like if you don't feel like your boyfriend is feeling the same way about you like you deserve so much better like if if I mean you, you also didn't really like give much context on that either but like if you have a feeling that like he's not giving you reassurance or like telling you he loves you or yeah or he has eyes for something someone else like you deserve so much better than that and I think even if your bestie is like treating you that way like these people do not deserve to have you in your life so just be a bit aware of that um also we'd be more than happy to like touch on this or give more advice if you have any follow-ups or anything like that one I could never imagine sending beach photos or bikini photos to my best friend's boyfriend and I could never imagine saying you know oh I miss you to like I miss you babes to my best friend's boyfriend so I could I like I just I don't know. I feel like that's just both those two are little signs that I would be a little bit conscious about. Like, Yeah. So give us a follow-up and update us and hopefully we can like try and navigate this because I feel like this needs a lot more in-depth <laughs> navigating because this is just sounds so messy. Um, but all a the best. A more context. Yeah, yeah, all the best. All right, let's finish off the episode with our hots of the week or drops. Ashley, do you have a hot or a drop? I kind of have like a drop this week. I went to the cinemas the other day to see the new movie Wonka, which... Oh, okay. Even that, like, I'm not really going to say it was a drop, but it wasn't really a hot either. Like, it was it was good, but didn't love it, you know? Like, okay. like it was a good movie. It was cute and wholesome. But, like, didn't love it. Right. But, what, like, while we're there, there's this new cinema called Screen X, which I don't know, I think it might just be a part of, like, event cinemas, which is, like, one of the – in Australia, you would know what event cinemas is. But they have, like, a Screen X option, which is, like, where – so you have – in the movies you have your normal screen, like the screen that you – out the front but then screen x they have screens on the side as well like up the walls on the side so it's like a massive like screen around the whole room i don't know oh, how to wow. explain it properly but um and it's they i don't know it's a bit more expensive of a movie ticket as well because you're getting a little bit more out of it and they hype it up and say that it's meant to be like good for kind of like immersing you more into the cinemas and um like it's meant to just be like sort of more good for like your peripheral vision I don't know how to explain it but it's supposed to yeah they just you know but I don't know I just think it was like really overhyped because I would rather just like go and sit in the cinemas and like look at the screen in front of me rather than trying to like entertain my peripheral visions as well because they also don't even have the screens going throughout the whole movies like it's only in certain scenes where they can stretch it outsides as well so it wasn't even throughout the whole movie and also, like, because the walls. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I've the never walls even heard of that are, like, before. lighting up as. Like, when I'm in the movies, I like it to be super dark and so no one can see me. Cause, you know, I'm like, I'm relaxed. I've got my chair reclined all the way back. I'm shoving my face with food and, like, got my shoes off. Like, I don't want people looking at me and staring at me, like, in my, you know, comfort. So, but because the screen, like, the whole walls are lit up as well, it lights up the cinemas so much more. So you can, like, see everyone and I just feel like so exposed 
So that was kind of my experience going to the movies. Um, I just feel like it was a little bit overhyped for it to be like more expensive. But wow, that's so interesting. So it wasn't really a drop. Yeah, it was kind but of it wasn't like, really a hot. You know, I I would save people the extra dollars when they go to the movie and time, and just say it wasn't really like that great because it wasn't even throughout the whole movie either. I'm gonna quickly mention my drop. I don't want to be a negative Nelly, but. Being my health, my health this week and being sick was definitely a drop and having bad sleep. Well, not a hot anyways, not a hot of the week. So my drop was my my sickness and being stuck in bed and just, yeah, not feeling 100%. But, but yeah, anyways, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us for another amazing episode. We This is literally my favourite day of the week. I love recording and chatting to you guys and as always please send through your TMIs your dilemmas and anything you need advice on please send them through to our DMs or our email which is all in the show notes below and also if it doesn't take too much of your guys time please give us a little rating and we would really appreciate that and we love you guys being here yeah we love you and we'll see you guys next week bye, bye. you have now left the group chat 